0: Hey guys what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk only today i am drinking a kombucha with you guys this is an orange and turmeric rice kombucha it's organic proudly canadian and yeah so that's my drink today feel free to let me know what you guys are drinking today oh my eyes are watering okay first and foremost can i just share a little struggle before we jump into our chat today my Winter skin has been so bad this year. I have been going makeupless, and I've been making an effort not to say it because I don't even know why I feel I have to announce when I'm not wearing makeup. Like, that's such a weird... Anyway, I have been wearing makeup in the last few videos or few chats we've had and it's honestly just because my skin is struggling so bad in this house. It's a dry house. I have a dry, dry, warm house and i'm definitely going to need to invest in a humidifier for next year but oh my lord my skin has never been so dry in my life it's like itchy i just want to like coat it in serum i actually brought a serum for today's chat in case we end up talking for a long time and i just need to like moisturize again i've been keeping these on my desk just so i can like Remember to do this throughout the day. Anyway, needless to say I am so freaking ready for spring I'm ready for the temperatures to warm up and for dry winter to go away and I'm also ready to have our mini Co's class today. I feel like I want to call it this now. I don't know. I feel like I always want to call things certain things just because I like the way it sounds. And then like a couple weeks later, I'll totally forget. We talk about a wide range of topics over here on the coffee talk podcast. And I want to just bring the class emphasis in on this because I just, I love being a student of life and I love researching things that intrigue me and I love that this community of people have kind of come together and we all seem to kind of gel and vibe with a lot of the same things. So I love reading, I love researching, I love drafting up a thought on something. But I also love hearing what you guys have to say. Today's video is another member request. This one comes in from lo.mo15 saying, hey Kalen." I'd love to dive deeper into the topic of yin and yang energies in individuals and how they influence how much we match in relationships and sexual polarities. I think you were mentioning this in the Divine Feminine Coffee Brew some weeks ago, love from Italy. Well, I'm sending you love from Canada. And so this struck our conversation today in which we're gonna talk about yin and yang energies and those polarities in relation to ourself, in relation to others, and then we'll top off the conversation with the yin and yang energies going on in the world and how that also relates to ourselves. Now my goal today is to just talk about yin and yang energy and to share perhaps some new perspectives on these energies and how you can look at them through life, but let it be known I am not an expert on yin and yang energy at all. Yin and yang philosophy actually stems from Chinese medicine, so if you want to do more research on it, I'm going to leave my resources for the information today in the description box on YouTube, and I also highly encourage you to do more research into this yourself If you know more than I'm going to chat about today about yin and yang energy, definitely share your studies down below. I really want to make these, like our conversations where we're talking about new topics and introducing new information and perspectives, I really want to make them kind of like Co's classes where we're learning together. So I'm going to share the things that I've learned. Please share if you know or have done research and have anything to say on the topic as well. And if there's ever anybody that you would like to see me interview on these topics, then also just leave those in the YouTube comment sections. I think yin and yang energy is a really cool metaphor for life and the different types of Contrasts and dualities that we see and experience in life. For instance, rest versus awake uh, Conscious versus subconscious or day and night light and dark It is believed that every single human being has both of those energies at play within themselves. Yin is considered to be receptive nurturing flowing and feminine but i'm putting quotations around feminine because yin and yang energy are not gender specific and then yang energy is more assertive it's more dominating it's more active energy and it's considered to be more masculine the thing is these are not total energies of themselves or two different things really either. The idea is that these are two halves of the very same whole so that all energy possesses both yin and yang energy. Nothing is in its entirety yin or yang. And you need a little bit of both in order to create harmony and balance and it can even go as far as like believing that you need those both dualities and contrast to create life itself. Like with no death, there is no life. So on and so forth at some point night slowly turns into day Whereas life also slowly turns into death in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that sounds morbid but it's really just to say that there is a little bit of one in the other a little bit of both to create that balance and you need both in order to have in order to have the other. So yin translates into shady side and yang translates into sunny side. So it's kind of, again, everything falls into, or kind of can get categorized into either being yin or yang, but I just wanna make that important note again that nothing is in one full sense, one or the other, but instead they're interdependent on one another to create a whole. So even you yourself, you have both yin and yang energies inside of you and those energies come together to create the wholeness that is you. There might be situations where you respond or React or experience more yin energy and there might be experiences or things in your life where you proactively go at it with more yang energy But you always have both in one aspect or another and everybody's got different balances of it and life is pretty much Or the idea is that life is basically the chemistry of all of those Balances or energies coming to play yin is also considered to be passive negative darkness earth Night, Water, Softness, Inward Seeking, Slowness, Consuming, Cold, Odd Numbers, and Submission. But I want to, I think that sometimes when we don't translate this properly, it can come across wrong. Like when we start talking about the idea of the patriarchy and such later, like I don't want to say it's necessarily submission, I want to add in here space. Am I allowed to do that? So, like, yes. One energy is more dominant than the other. Like, you still need the equilibrium of both. So instead of just submission with yin. I put space here because with yang, I put energy. So in order to have energy, you need space, just like in order to kind of have dominance, you need of submissive energy at play. I just feel like it's a better, like it's a better perspective to look at that at, you know, especially when we start talking about relationships and things like that. Then the more yang characteristics are active, positive, brightness, heaven, sunshine, fire, hardness, daytime, outward seeking, restless, producing, hot, even numbers and dominance slash I put here energy so if you're into astrology at all then you might find this interesting if you didn't already know that air signs and fire signs are said to be yang energy or yang signs and Water signs and earth signs are said to be yin signs, but again, even just based on your birth chart alone, you probably have a bit of both rather than just going based on your sun sign. So it's more complicated than that and there's so many more energies to you than just what your sun sign is. But again, that could just show you more on a day-to-day or like overall encompassing what energy you tend to let's say vibrate at uh, like most often or emit most often. Now there are also four different ways that you can have imbalances with these energies and I'll explain why there's four and not two. When you have two halves that make a whole, you have two energies coming together to make one, but there is a bliss point in the middle that's causing balance. So you can have two energies in balance or you can have one energy in balance and the other energy be over the top, like overactive or excessive or underactive or like um, deficient. So that's why there's four. So you can have excess yang and you can have deficient yang, while you can also have maybe balanced yang and then go into excess yin or have a balanced yang and go into uh, deficient yin. Which brings me to Our first relation which is yin and yang energy in our relation to ourselves so each one of us has that yin and yang energy at play each one of us has in a sense or metaphorically a sunrise and a sunset we have a night and a day and I think again it's a really cool metaphor for life because you can look at that with the whole conscious and subconscious where the subconscious would be more yin and the conscious brain would be more yang interestingly enough depending on the different cultures that we all grew up in we're taught subconsciously in a sense to value certain energies as responses to certain things so in Certain situations we might be expected because society only accepts like a yang response to something rather than a more yin response An example of this would be something bad happening And you're expected to kind of just soldier through rather than get emotional Like we, especially in young children, will say like, you know, suck it up Or, um, and again, just to bring genders into this for a moment Because there is still a lot of this gender stereotyping when it comes to male and female That young boys can't express emotion But young girls can so again, that's just showing that in different circumstances and in different situations We learn to either pull back on some energies or push forward with certain ones based on what we believe to be culturally Appropriate so a really interesting way to see just in general where your energies are at is to take a moment You can either pause the podcast or just do them out loud if you don't want to write them down or type them out in your phone Just say some things out loud or write them down that are current Things you're noticing in your life or noticing yourself feeling So go ahead and do a pause here if you want to take that little project on I'm gonna give a personal example by saying today. I feel pretty motivated. I'm feeling pretty energetic and pretty focused. So you might say I'm having a more yang I'm in a more yang state of flow right now because I'm feeling that way Which is also why I'm not drinking coffee because coffee is like considered to be a yang type food or type of consumption and so i I chose a kombucha today because i knew if i drank another coffee i would be i'd push myself into excess yang energy does that make sense now the reason why i'm considering myself to feel pretty balanced right now in terms of my energy is because if i was feeling anxious which i'm on that borderline so i'm almost in Excess yang because sometimes filming just in general. I know the camera's on me I'm afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing or like offend somebody sometimes that's always kind of rolling in the back of my head It's an honest thought I'm saying it out loud But if I actually did feel like constantly anxious anxious enough I couldn't film then that would be an excess yang the reason why I also don't feel deficient yin right now is Because even though I am in an active yang flow right now internally i feel quite at rest i feel quite calm i don't feel internally low or sluggish or anything like that so i'm feeling pretty balanced right now but if i were to take my example of saturday where i took a nap and i slept for far too long and i woke up in the afternoon and i could not get myself to make a move like i was so sluggish i was so tired was so just like not motivated to get up and do anything to like shower so i could get up and do anything and i was just laying in my bed and i was like oh like i feel like i'm being pinned to my mattress right now like i was just really sluggish post nap and that would be an excess yin like that's too much yin energy and introducing some yang activities to that situation would help pull me out of that excess yin or would help bring my yang up to balance out the two yang activities including things like cardio or dancing which is my favorite yang energy you can also socialize you can Even just like sit in the sun, working on some goal setting and doing some work, like anything along those lines is again putting you into that active yang state which will help neutralize if you're in excess yin versus let's say I'm in that excess anxious state where I'm sitting here and let's say I was trying to film and I was too anxious to. I would need to bring in some yin activities so maybe before filming I would do a couple yoga stretches, I would do some breath work, I would lay down with my eyes closed, I would darken the room and really just allow myself to get calm and quiet. That would be me introducing some yin activities in order to neutralize the excessive yang I was feeling to bring myself back into balance. So you can see again that beautiful metaphor for the different energies we feel and how this can be a really cool tool to look at life through this perspective. And use those energies in certain ways to help keep yourself balanced this can stem into our personalities, too And I'm gonna give you a really fun task right now if you are feeling up for it in my belief Like there's who you think you are, but then there's also who other people feel you are and I feel like There is always a bliss point. We're not talking about that today But between the two of those things as well But as much as we can think we are some way, sometimes the best way to know is to just ask the people closest to you. First and foremost, write down three personality traits that you think best describe yourself and then ask three or four people in your life to do the same thing. I did this and I was obviously doing it for the coffee talk research today, but it ended up turning into this really fun, spontaneous way to just share some love. I was basically just like, hey, can you tell me three personality traits that you think best describe me and I'll give you three in return. I asked my sister, my dad and my friend and all of us just ended up saying way more than needed. And it was just this like really nice loving activity that just, sporadically happened but doing this will give you a really good idea of who you are more energetically as a person so example is i would say if i were to describe myself the three most dominant traits is sensitive motivated and open-minded like i am after reading the highly sensitive person i don't think there's a better word to describe me other than sensitive also though i do have a very motivational streak like i'm very highly motivated by life and I like life experiences and I I love cherishing those moments so much that it makes me motivated to like reach for more in life If that makes sense. Sensitive is yin. Motivated is yang and open-mindedness so that harmony and balance is also yin So I'm on top of that also a Pisces. I'm a stellium Pisces So I have multiple Pisces in my chart So if you were to just go based on that alone You might say I'm predominantly yin when you ask the people close to you That's the closest reflection you're gonna get of Who other people see you as or the type of energy you leave behind with other people so so I got grounded Supportive and creative which are yang yin yang open compassionate and integrity or honesty Which is yang yin and then I wasn't really sure because I feel like honesty integrity authenticity like those could be yang or yin Let me know what you think and then imaginative independent and fierce so yin 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 Yang. So again, if you were to ask my friends, they see me as also more yin than yang, but each one of them had at least one yang thing to say. So again, it just shows you that you have both energies at play. And when you look at your life this way, you can really start to see like, oh, like I'm definitely a more yin person, which I find to be super interesting because when you bring in the different roles of families into play, me being more predominantly yin is interesting because I don't have a very close relationship to which what would be my mother who would play the role of yin energy in my life as an infant, right? So interesting. So taking into example being dominantly yin, sometimes what can happen or some examples of imbalances when you get excess types of yin is oversleeping, overthinking or slow thinking sluggishness, laziness, compulsive behavior, lack of motivation, apathy, overeating, and weight gain. And these can sometimes be vices of that yin energy. And like we were talking about before, the way to balance them out is to introduce those yang activities. Hiking, and being around your friends and family, and just getting out in the sunshine, and things like that. You can also eat yang foods in order to bring more balance into your life if you really wanna take this metaphor further by eating things like pumpkin. Again, I mentioned coffee. Guys, why are the two main staples of pretty much Ko's and Utober yang energies? Like, I love that so much. But yes, coffee, spices, getting some spice on your food, you know, heating things up a little bit. And also onions and garlic, which are the two best smelling things fried in the world. Now, obviously you can also have an excess of yang energy and feeling an excess of yang energy would result in things like anger, restlessness, frustration, violence, an inability to relax, having headaches, not being able to sit still, not being able to sleep, struggling with certain types of addictions or attachments. And a need to constantly keep yourself busy. So, again, just like in reverse, you can introduce some yin activities when you're feeling these ways by doing things like yoga, breath work, weightlifting, stretching, or even things like slow walking and golf. If you are a more dominant yin energy, then you might have a bit more of a calm, laid back attitude towards your life. You might be a little bit more on the quiet side in social situations. You probably enjoy things like solitude or quietness or just like the simple pleasures in life. Creating a peaceful environment and creating that home like feel or atmosphere for the people that you care about. LOL, because again, it just goes to show you as much as like. I feel Coz has always been about motivation. It's also always been about creating that like nesting online home for everybody here. I'm psychoanalyzing myself. Let's get back to the topic. If you are more predominantly Yang, then you might have super high energy levels. You might be someone that's constantly on the go, who's always just like ready to jump on the next thing, you're adventurous, you're more kind of like the talker or the person that's kind of work in the room in the social situation and not in a bad way but just like you're a very sociable person is that a word sociable Social? sociable sociable you do well with other people this is where things start to get tricky because we're going to talk about relationships and sex in a moment here and Yang energy needs to be balanced out with that yin energy or it can go very easily into excess because it's such a generator, right? Like it's, you need that energy to calm you down, that yin to bring you back into balance before you can spike back up again. Otherwise you can go into an overactive state, being an active energy in itself. Now that we know how those energies play within ourselves, we're gonna start dipping into how those energies come into play in our relationships with other people. While yang energy in a relationship might appreciate the gifts and the talents of other people, yin energy in a relationship tends to be a nurturer or a caregiver. And this is where things can sometimes get tricky in relationships because just as always, you do want to have that balance. So I think there's this common belief that opposites always attract. So the idea is that somebody that is predominantly yin Attracts somebody who is predominantly yang and vice versa. If we were gonna bring this into masculine and feminine, then someone who is extremely feminine would attract someone who is extremely masculine, and that opposites or the polarity and duality between those two would cause a lot of friction, cause a lot of spark, and cause a lot of just energy there, right? They're two opposites coming to create what we believe would be a whole. But this belief, I think, can be incredibly damaging sometimes to relationships because, as I noted before, yin energy, people who identify more with that yin archetype, let's say, tend to be more nurturing and more of a caregiver. And we can get into situations where the over, over-dominant yang needs the yin for that nurturing, but the yin isn't also being nurtured in return. What we want is for these two energies to harmonize each other, not for one to over-dominate the other. And this is why this section of this talk is going to be so tricky because what is that harmony? I, I can't say. Like, I can't tell you or define that harmony for anybody because I think... It's really just about finding the harmony with yourself so that you can come to a relationship and one person won't Necessarily need to fill your yin or your yang because you're already in balance. Does that make sense? So so I'll give you an example of this because I'm definitely identify with being more yin than yang and the person that I'm dating would definitely identify with being more yang than yin the way that we stay healthy as a relationship and don't create that toxicity of him relying too much on me to be nurturing and to be a caregiver, and me also not relying too much on him to give me energy and to pump pump me up and like appreciate what I'm doing, is that I have a balanced sense of yang within me and he has a balanced sense of yin within him, which allows us to come together as equals and kind of build on our energy rather than mix our energies in order to complete each other. So instead of becoming codependent, you become interdependent where you can both rely on yourselves and you can both rely on each other as a team. So my cheeks are getting so warm right now, I'm being so lame and we haven't really talked about it, but it's not the topic today. I'll talk about it eventually. I like dropped a bomb and then just like left it in a video. I know. The point here is that you want to be in balance with your energies and be in tune and mindful of your energies so that you can come to a relationship and you know meet someone where they're at and hopefully where they're at is also balanced. Otherwise, the imbalances are where you're going to start to see some not so healthy relationship patterns play out. There is something called the mammalian care system where all primates have this innate need to care for young, to care for our young, but also just the young at large. If you are a youngling or a baby or even baby animals or baby primates where innately they want to be taken care of by their parents. So the example that I was given in the book that I read was that lizards, for instance, do not have this at all. So when lizards create baby lizards, they don't necessarily care to take care of that baby lizard and the baby lizard doesn't really care if their parent takes care of them. Whereas all of us are over here being primates, unpacking our childhood traumas because we wanted our parents to take care of us and our parents wanted to take care of us, but they also weren't necessarily always taken care of the best way. And so we create these patterns, so on and so forth. Really, it's built into our physiology to give yin energy and to also expect yin energy, which I think is just a super interesting fact because we live in such a yang dominant world. Could that be partially why we're so out of balance? I don't know, that's a spin-off topic. But when we give and receive that care, that compassion for one another, that yin energy, our sympathetic nervous systems literally chill out which is what is at play anytime that we feel triggered into things like anxiety or insomnia or stress. So basically, yin energy is good for us. Like it's truly good for making us feel less anxious, making us feel less. Threatened making us feel safe secure and cared for which is innately what we all want, right? We're primates So we want it lizards. We wouldn't care just like a side note here There's some beliefs out there that the reason why women can have multiple orgasms is so the Husband or the man or the person that is more actively yang can receive yin energy from their yin partner by giving multiple orgasms which will give them that yin energy without necessarily taking it, but instead by lifting up the yin partner or that yin energy or by bringing them up to an elated or stimulated state. Let's say you have one person that's balanced and then you have another person in a relationship who is more yang and doesn't have necessarily that balance of yin within themselves. This will create struggle because the yang person will want to feel dominant over the balanced partner. That person just wants to feel in control so they might become possessive or they might become jealous or they might try and create situations that throw the balance off of the other person in order to create a sense of like, I am in control, I have the upper hand in this relationship. That said, if you have a relationship with someone who is balanced and someone who is overactively yin without any yang energy, this isn't to say anybody's being a bad person, but might want to try and pull that person down in order to feel low with them so they don't feel alone. Um, If you have two energies that are completely unbalanced, you have two yang energies, relationships like this might be super toxic and like draining and back and forth between trying to fight for control over the relationship and the upper hand in the relationship. And then if you have two people that are Overactively yin, without much yang balancing out themselves, both in a relationship, then you'll have a relationship that tends to kind of run stale, or it stops building, or they don't do necessarily fun or new things together. Uh, Things just start to feel kind of stagnant and like they're not going anywhere or not building on each other or not helping to support and raise each other up But instead are kind of keeping each other feeling low. So all of these energies come into play in relationships of all kind We've been talking sex a lot more recently, which to be honest I'm kind of loving because I feel like again with the whole unmasking theme We're just really humanizing ourselves, which I love so much because sex is such a such a fundamental part of being human, otherwise we wouldn't be here. The more we talk about it, the more that honestly I feel more comfortable about it because I feel like if I can talk about sex confidently online, then like I feel like I've done some work because <laughs> I used to be so shy about sex and like I'm still somewhat that way. But obviously that yin and yang energy also comes into play When we're talking things like sex, like for instance, coming back to that whole dominant and submissive, that can definitely play a role when it comes to sex. And I think that we've seen that glamorized a lot recently with things like Fifty Shades of Grey. I think that it's all about having that healthy balance. So you can have relationships that are sexual where one person's more dominant and the other person's more submissive as long as there's like an equal level of respect or you might go back and forth taking turns with those roles so it's definitely a way that you can play those energies up in your sex life but also to I think that this has to do with not just how we love one another but also our attraction to one another and that chemistry so we talked about having those polar opposites that can sometimes create such a friction and so much electricity that they can't help but just be like catastrophically drawn to each other even though it causes a lot of damage and like heartbreak and just like not the best easiest flowing relationship in in life and then you can also have that a complete opposite of two people that are just like not attractive to each other at all. And in my opinion, if I were to slice it in here, it would be trying to find that bliss point in between those two polar sides of something where you don't want to be so attracted to somebody that you lose your sense of self or that you cause any kind of havoc in your life. But you also don't want to like not be attracted to somebody so much that you keep yourself safe in a sense in a relationship. You want that in between of I am super attracted to this person, but I'm also highly aware that they're human and they have flaws just as i do thus i can be super attracted to this person without putting them on a pedestal without becoming submissive to this person and you see how that's just like again becoming balanced in yourself in order to show up in a relationship rather than showing up in a relationship in order to be like hey can you fill this cup and i'll overflow into that cup for you and then we'll never need anybody else other than each other and this will become a really toxic relationship and so on and so forth you get the drill naturally just fundamentally objectively, when you take all bias and judgment out of it, those two energies will naturally try to gravitate towards each other. That isn't to say that you won't attract or be attracted to people that have similar energies to you, but again, it's just finding the chemistry. It's not that black and white. It's not like, oh, I'm a yin person, so I'm gonna be attracted to a yang person. Like, I'm a yin person, but one of my favorite qualities about my person is something that is actually very yin about that person so you will attract all different types of energies and all different types of kind of scales of those energies and balances of those energies and it's just finding the right life chemistry that works for you that works for your sex life that works for your love for marriage if that's something that you're looking at parenting if that's something that you're looking at building a business all of these things like this is such a sweet just little metaphor you can put on life like it's not to say it's an exact science it's so deeply complicated and intertwined and one always means the other so it's really hard to kind of just label or slap things as like one way or the other. It's all just about chemistry and the chemistry of those different energies and how they pull people together, pull people apart, and at what scale they do that. Now quickly before we end today's chat, I know we've been talking a lot today, but I'd love to spin off and talk about the energies of the world because I know that we talk about a lot of different topics over here on the Coffee Talk podcast and I am always very aware that there's so much going on in the world and I want to talk about it, but I also just feel like these can sometimes be very opinionated Topics, so I just want to create a really safe space to talk about this today And if you have anything you want to add to the conversation Please feel free to in the YouTube comment section and we can kind of build on this conversation It's in my belief that the world is out of balance And I think that one of the main ingredients and it's not definitely the only energetic ingredient but one energetic ingredient you might say is Missing in my opinion is a sense of compassion and all compassion really is or what it's rooted in is that belief of common humanity, whereas pity is looking at somebody and being like, oh, like, poor that person, like, that has an inferior and a superior in that narrative. Instead, it's thinking like, wow, that could have been me. And when you look at life and have that kind of compassion for other people or animals or living things, like you can look at a struggling tree and think like and see your own struggle in it and see how the tree fighting for life or the earth fighting to live and thrive can very much be symbolic to our own struggles and our own attempts to fight, live and thrive, you see? So that sense of compassion is obviously a yin energy and that yin energy that allows us to feel safe and feel calm, it's needed, like it's highly needed globally right now. And I think we're seeing a lot of it come up into play, but we're still in a time on earth where we are in a more yang dominant society and I mean if you look at it from the perspective of like the patriarchy That's kind of obviously throwing the gender role into it. We live in a world where men overpower women. We all took our dad's last names as little kids. And if you're a woman and you marry a man, it's often that you take the last name of the man that you marry. Again, this isn't always the case and it's definitely changing more and more every single day, Uh, especially because we have like same sex marriages and such happening now too. So it's not always a relevant fact or a relevant point, but you can still see patterns of that patriarchal. (laughs) I always feel like I'm saying that word wrong. Is it patriarchal? or patriarchal, Article. patriarchal. Yeah, the patriarchal, whatever. You can still see signs of it in movies where women are sexualized or seen as like sexual objects or men are casted as like the only roles that can really take a powerful stance or that are deserving of power or of intellect of groundbreaking discoveries. Um, even just like if any of you guys watch the new show, Ginny and Georgia on Netflix, it is the first episode cause it's her first day of school. And she talks about how the school systems gave her like out of 16 books, 13 of those books were written by white men and how like basically the school system was overvaluing the perspective of the white male as standard reading over women authors or authors of color. On top of that, there's also even just, Showing like an invulnerability in men in certain roles again This is definitely not all the case and it's in my belief too that we're currently transitioning to a more balanced state Like we're seeing more of a rise of yin energy So this is definitely not always the case in media or even in politics and all things like that Like I do see a shift in a lot of energy where even just 10 years back, let alone 20 years back We're seeing that shift in in those dualities, but we're still in a very yang Dominant society and even when you just take the gender roles out of it. Yeah, I still see like the overvaluing of success of Accomplishments of constantly staying busy of constantly doing of being overactive of being able to do it all and we're still seeing that being overvalued rather than perhaps some more Yin traits that I think the world might need or even society at large or my culture might need which is more rest more overvaluing Maybe the softer side of people or the more sensitive side to people or even putting more value and emphasis or even just more confidence in people that are more introverted rather than extroverted instead of making it seem like we only value people that are extroverted or we only like people that are extroverted and like we get suspicious of people that are more introverted. We need more honesty and more healing energies or at least we need to like value those things a bit more. More vulnerability, more mindfulness from Not only like the brands and businesses we support, but also more mindfulness even in ourselves as consumers and More mindfulness with our tech use more mindfulness with our social media use more mindfulness in our day-to-day lives more mindfulness even just in our in day-to-day Interactions with like our neighbors and people in our communities physically and online and like I said None of these things are predominantly one or the other. They all have both in them so it's not even to say like Even though we live in a very yang dominant society that we don't still have yin energies at play, obviously they're out there. We're all experiencing these energies and we all, just like how there needs to be day for there to be night, there needs to be death for there to be life, like we all so delicately live in this ecosystem on earth where we all need each other in order to support each other, in order to exist. and so. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I mean, there's some crazy theories out there that we might be able to eventually not need our Earth anymore, but that kind of breaks my heart a little bit because then it's basically saying, like, we don't need our yin energy being that Earth is considered yin. And to think that we would just go dominantly forward and leave behind this kind of wasteland of a planet after we're done using it all up just screams yang energy to me. And I think a better, active, proactive way of bringing our balance back on earth is to, instead of more yang energy, so that we don't need the yin energy, is to bring that yin energy up. I mean, I kinda feel like I'm talking a little psychobabble right now, because it's not that black and white. But again, it's just a really cool way or a new perspective that you can look at the energies at play in the world, at play in yourself, at play in your relationships and your sex life and everything in between to help yourself live the best life possible, to help our planet. So, there we go. We started from personal all the way to existential, which sounds like we've arrived at our usual destination. So, I'm going to leave you guys here. I hope you guys enjoyed this little learning session with me of my knowledge thus far on things like yin and yang energy and my opinions on the matter. If you have any information you want to add to today's conversation, please feel free to keep the conversation rolling below. And with that, I love you guys all the way through yin and yang, jumping through the little loopholes of the yin and yang symbols so that it's an infinite amount of love. And I am sending all of the best vibes to you guys as you go on with your day and your night. And I talk to all of you guys in our next chat. Bye guys.